episode 29, when it is just you and the kids overnight. Welcome to the Thriving Fatherhood Podcast, where we are living and working in the trenches to go from surviving to thriving in this mission field called fatherhood. My name is Brian Knight. I'm a father of three, a husband, a son, a coach, and a believer in Jesus Christ. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience with having all three kids while my wife was out of town twice in one week. Yes, you heard that correctly. She was out of town overnight twice in one week. Now, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I don't know. That that kind of scares me to death, you know, with three kids and the wife being out of town overnight one night, one time overnight, or um, excuse me, out of town multiple nights. So, I mean, maybe you guys are okay with that, but that kind of made me a little nervous. So, um, but so that's what we're here to talk about. So as you know, uh, we have a six-year-old, four-year-old and an eight-month-old. Now, if my kids were older, like eight and nine, I mean, it, that's, I don't know, to me that, that would be ideal. But when you have the babies in the house, they can wake up anytime. You can be, you know, it could be three in the morning. And I don't know, that gives you a little anxiety when you're going to bed at night. So as I reflect back over, um, I must say um, it went very well. These um, multiple times my wife was out of town. I will admit my mother has been keeping the baby overnight at her house most of the time, which is right around the corner from us. She actually volunteered while I do a lot of things for her. So she likes to, you know, of course, take care of her son and I take care of her. Um, But she was gracious enough to keep the baby this last time um, at her house uh, for two nights in a row. And it was a good thing because I was very sick the first night which is not a really a good combination. If I'm handling the baby and, you know, he's smacking my face, which he likes to do at this point or whatever, then uh, that's probably not a good thing. So it was a good thing that she was willing to keep him over there. And then it helped me to get a better rest. So um, as far as my mom keeping him overnight, uh, I want to kind of, you know, this didn't just happen. It was by design. Right now, my mother lives down the street, and Bethany's mother lives with us uh, in our downstairs bedroom. It's worked out better than we anticipated. I mean, we had this vision about eight months ago, and everything has actually fallen into place fairly well. So just to talk, get back on track with uh, my wife being out of town and uh, what I learned from all of this. The, um, the first time was for a retreat. My wife um, had some, with some friends from her church and they stayed at a house on Merle's Inlet. Sorry, I'm still trying to get over my cold. <coughs> so I was hoping she would uh, get a lot of rest on this trip, but that didn't seem to happen. So, um, you know, of course, some of the, you know, when you're staying in a house with 23 other women, Some women like to stay up late. Some like to go to bed early. And 
And then sometimes the mattresses are different. So anyways, it is what it is. The uh, second time was to fly to a family member's funeral in Iowa. And I don't know if any of our other, her other family members actually were able to go. Um, But this woman has been very helpful with our lives and the ability for Bethany to be able to stay home. So we felt that it was necessary to send Bethany out there to pay her respects um, to this um, lady who married her grandfather. And she got to meet the family and uh, just had a really good time, really vibed well with the family. And so it ended up totally being worth the trip. She, um, you know, I was a little worried with her, you know, out there and pregnant almost 20 weeks and, uh, but everything worked out fine. Um, the flights and her rental car and where she stayed at and all that stuff. We had to do it kind of quickly, but, um, it all worked out pretty well. So I wanted to go over some things that I learned. Um, also, if you notice that the sound quality is better, um, I haven't, you know, of course I'm in the middle of the podcast, then uh, I actually, you know, I, I re-listened to the podcast and I was like, this cannot be the sound quality from my microphone that I use. So I was kind of looking at some things, making sure my microphone was set up right. It was set up right. But I noticed in the uh, software that, and I use uh, um, Audacity, that it looks like it was picking up from the cheaper uh, camera thing on my screen. And so I think that's how it was being recorded the whole time. Anyways, I changed it to the microphone today. So I am hoping that the sound quality for the podcast is much better for you guys. Um, It's hard to believe that I've been doing uh, 30 episodes now, or 29 episodes, excuse me, with... uh, the uh, the wrong microphone in the software, but um, hopefully it's fixed and uh, you guys can uh, hear this a lot better now. So um, I wanted to get to the meat of today's podcast, and that is what are some of the things I learned as I reflect back on two um, two nights or two separate occasions with three kids in one week. Well, the first thing that came to my mind is that I can handle the kids' routine from A to Z without my wife here. It also boosted my confidence around how I help her in the evening. So, you know, there was a lot of things that I would just let my wife kind of do. And I would just... You know, I would be down here doing the dishes or whatever, you know, like getting them out of the bath and dressing them, things like that. I'm like, well, she's better at that. She knows her routine. She knows where their clothes are at. And I would just kind of, um, you know, just do something else, something else productive and just kind of uh, avoid that, I guess you could say. And so... By having these trips, I was forced to do those things. 
And then once I did them, I was like, you know, I got this. It may have taken me a couple of times to, especially um, the hardest thing was the girl, um, my daughter's clothes and just trying to find the right things. And now one thing I still haven't gotten over is combing her hair. She uh, has a fit over that. And if I can avoid brushing out those tangles, I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, so, but anyways, uh, yeah, I've, I've learned that, uh, Hey, you know, I got this and it just took a couple of times doing it and, uh, no problem. Next thing, uh, it makes me not dread the opportunities when my wife does want to stay overnight with friends or needs to travel somewhere. I just say to myself, I got this. So, um, you know, before these two trips came up, I was kind of dreading it a little bit. And now I feel a lot more confident now that I've been through it. And uh, so if my wife has opportunities to go somewhere, I'm not going to be so quick to just say no or, um, you know, find a, a reason or, or, you know, just not be excited about it. So now I, I definitely could be more open to excitement for her to do things versus dreading being alone with the kids. So the next thing is um, it gave me an opportunity to bond with my kids. They act differently when mommy is not around. They are more affectionate towards me and more dependent on me. It, it kind of feels good. So, especially with my daughter, she, um, and my son, uh, my older son, uh, my, uh, my baby son, he, uh, just loves daddy. He's the most, um, affectionate towards me at this early age out of any of our kids actually. But, um, for my daughter and my older son, um, they need their daddy, you know, and mommy's not around. So they're not always like, Where's mommy? Let me have mommy. It's just daddy there. And uh, when they need something, there I am. I get the the love and affection. It's kind of nice every now and then. Um, so next, through this experience, my mom learned she could keep the baby overnight. This was new for her. And now she is more comfortable with that. I was uh, sick one night, and so she decided to keep the baby so I could rest up some. This is kind of uh, was new territory for her. Um, she just kind of introduced it out of the blue. I think I'm going to keep Wesley overnight. And we were like, okay, you know, and it actually worked out well. I'll spare you. Um, one night didn't go quite as well, but I'll um, spare you the details on that. Um, actually we may talk about that a little later. Anyways, this opened the door. Like if me and Bethany would, um, want a, um, a night away and for the kids to stay here, this has given my mom a lot more confidence to make that happen. So I don't think that's going to happen, uh, soon. Um, but, uh, hopefully in the near future, maybe we can, uh, we can get a night away before uh, the the fourth baby is born in April. Next, um, this allowed my mother-in-law to get back in the game 
uh, helping with the kids. What I mean by this is giving her a purpose. There's a lot, there's not a lot of purpose in her life these days or reasons to get up. And childcare gives her a purpose. Her tolerance is low and it does not seem to go up the more rest she gets. The more she is involved in helping us, the better she does with helping with the kids. So my uh, mother-in-law, I may have mentioned this, but she's had surgery recently. Um, She had a knee replacement. This is her second one. Um, The other one was many years ago. But anyways, she has been, um, I don't know, uh, her surgery was first part of October And, uh, so she's just kind of getting to where we've kind of just not had her do any childcare for a while there. And now she's just kind of getting back into it and it's just, it's kind of difficult for her. So it's, and it personally, I I don't think it has anything to do with the knee. I think it's just that she's been away from it for a while and she's, she's just nervous about it. So Honestly, not doing it has made it worse. Um, so kind of pulling her into it and having her have to do it is, is a good thing for her. And then, so the second time that, uh, Bethany went, when she went to Iowa, our, um, our youngest was sick. And this was a little bit, um, uh, made me a little nervous, especially since I was sick. Um, that was when my mom stepped up and said, Hey, I'll keep the baby overnight two times. And, uh, it really helped out. Um, I mean, I felt like a new man the next morning after getting some sleep and everything and none of the other, the older ones woke up or anything. So that was, uh, very helpful. There was a, a time there, though, you know, he spiked a little temperature. Um, I think he got up to 102. And this this made ba- uh, Bethany kind of emotional. You know, she missed her baby, you know, when I was talking to her about it. And she thought about taking him to urgent clinic. But I really told her, I said, no, let's just hold off. Um, I'll, I mean, because he had, he had thrown up a couple of times, but he was still holding milk down and everything and, uh, going to the bathroom, all that stuff. But she was a little nervous. I think it's because she was a thousand miles away and just missed her baby. But, um, he ended up being okay. Um, usually for children that age, um, a one Oh two is really not a big deal. Um, it's just a matter of their fever, not getting, too high, like 104, 105, making sure, you know, of course they don't get into the seizure territory or convulsions. Um, and then just make sure that they're drinking and, uh, going to the bathroom and everything and just keeping things in check. But we don't always need to run to urgent care for every little thing. Um, fortunately our insurance is covering it right now. Um, we don't have to pay anything. Um, due to having a birth each year. (laughs) So, um, great respect for trying to sleep at night. Uh, not, no, you know, I, I just wanted to mention that when you have children on the monitor and you're trying to sleep, there's just a little bit of like 
anxiety that wells up in you. And my wife has learned to deal with that. If, when she first had a monitor and didn't know if the baby was going to wake up, it, it just really, it, it makes it hard for you to go to sleep or go back to sleep sometimes with that monitor there. So just great respect for that. Some simple words of wisdom are make sure your wife writes down the children's routine before leaving and that she shows you where everything is or maybe even how to do something um, before she leaves because there's a lot of things that she's used to doing that you may not be used to. And if she can kind of talk to you about that before and give you a little routine, especially when... uh, Some of the children are sick and they need certain medication, um, those different things. That will be very helpful for you to keep things um, stable while she's gone. Also, you know, this is a given. I mean, it's not a given, but, you know, step up and make sure the house is nice and clean when she comes back. Nobody wants to come back and the house is a wreck. So I, I usually work very hard to make sure that the house is the way that she left it. Um, if not better. Also, if you ha- if you can have family help or stand by, we actually had a friend help uh, with Wesley while um, I was at work that day. This worked out very well. I think it served her. And then also this lady was like, hey, you know, I could do this every now and then. You know, this was her first time um, taking care of uh, my uh, youngest for a few hours, and it worked out very well. So hang in there. You got this. If your wife needs a break or wants to spend some time, um, excuse me, some alone time with other women or family, then uh, you can make that happen for her without having to take the kids. So I'm here if you need support or have questions. So uh, that is what I have for you today. If you feel the show has been valuable for you, I encourage you to share it with uh, one other father who can gain some insights from it or wants more thriving in their lives. And if you would like to help out the show, I encourage you to leave a five-star review um, on iTunes especially now that we uh, have our sound quality better. (laughs) Also, um, I would love to hear about your experience with um, being uh, on your own with the kids. Um, What did you do that that worked and maybe didn't work so well? And just uh, share that with me. Um, And just share that in the comments below. Also, if there's a topic you're interested in me talking about, or have questions, please send it to nightbri at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at brianjnight.com and the private Facebook group called Thriving Fatherhood. If you would be interested in working with me or having me mentor you back to your journey on your journey back from surviving to thriving in fatherhood, then send me an email or reach out to me through my website. And we can set up a call to see if I can help you thrive more in your fatherhood journey. So uh, we are running an end of the year special where I'm offering 50 minutes for $50. We can talk about anything and um, I'm here to help you thrive in your fatherhood journey. And um, thank you for listening. Until next week, continue thriving in fatherhood.